moment of silence we do that's mm-hmm. not like in uh in memory of anything that's like an audio thing do you need a track that, that you can lay down if we need to do any editing is that we don't know actually now that you mention it though that uh, that would make sense and be very helpful but it's more <laughs> of a it removes the sound the hiss oh i thought it was a like program ex- i thought it was extra texture you know what i mean no that's Ooh. good though and i might might in the future look at me i could be an audio technician well you could be something. I never understood audio engineer. What? Mm. It doesn't feel like they're actually... Do, they don't have an engineering degree, do they? No, it's like a different thing. Okay. I mean, engineering. What is that? You're making audio? I make audio every day. I fart, I burp, I sing in the shower. Yeah, I don't... I half know what the word engineer means, I guess. Yeah. The conclusion I'm yeah, coming I to. Yeah, I think it's just building something, but doing it in a more know-it-all way. Mm. All right. <laughs> Uh, well, we're planning less trial and error. That's what I'm going to describe an engineer as. All right, I'll buy it. Let's begin the podcast. All right, this is the Adam Asks Chuck podcast, and uh-huh. I'm Chuck, and I'm Adam. Hey, that's all of us. Everyone's accounted for. Uh, all right. Well, how you doing? <laughs> okay, you you went on record saying you hated that before. We're sticking to our guns. Know how you doing?s You know how I'm doing. I'm tired. Jobs suck. We hate them. Let's start a movement. How do you feel? I'm I'm with you. Job suck movement. Job suck movement. Everyone's talking about these robots taking our jobs. It's like, all you got to do, tell the robots how much jobs suck. They're not going to take your jobs after that. I bought myself a self-checkout register, and the damn thing won't get a job. (laughs) Real real wasted investment there. Goes to the grocery store every day. Doesn't give you health benefits. All right, let's get into Adam's mind. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a lot of goop and gop in there. Brains are freaking gross. Did you do you like monkey brains? Do I like them? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. If I have to have a yes or no answer to that, <laughs> do you know what I'm referring to? No. That breakfast thing that you pull. It's like a cinnamony, glazy breakfast monkey bread. I don't know if people call it that. I, I think, think it's, it's monkey called, bread. It looks like monkey brains. Oh. <laughs> I I feel like you ate it on Halloween, and it was one of those one of those weird tricks uh-huh. where they. Put your hand in cold spaghetti. Ooh, I, I never did that. What was that supposed I've to I've never be? done like that worms? either. Yeah, it's like, apparently, on TV, every fourth house would invite you in to stick your hand into stuff that you weren't supposed to, okay. and it's real, like, That's that wouldn't fly. Creepy. No. It was not a sick I hated the things at the zoos where you put your hand in and have to decide what it is, because you could open it up after and look, and I was always afraid someone put something fucking gross in there, Yeah, that I was just going to grab some heroin needle. Anywhere where everybody is supposed to put their hand in, that's just not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember we were at a, I was at a circus once. A little, real little kid, my brother, stuck his finger in a hole. There's just like a little hole exactly his finger size. And he's just, you know, four years old, poked right in there, got stuck. What? A hole in what? The circus? Yeah, a hole in the circus. I don't know, wood. Was, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you gotta be more specific. I thought maybe he was like, found a glory hole. Yeah, could have, well, that's... Four-year-old finger is the size of your glory hole. <laughs> it's the right. I, well, you got to rename it. Uh, it doesn't get the title glory it's just, anymore. It's just some woman on the other side sucking your little brother's finger. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she'd see the nail. Like this one has a nail. 
Uh, all right, we're <laughs> we're not going anywhere here, Adam. Why don't you why don't you hit me with one of the old curlicue question marks? Okay, first let me look behind your earphones and then your ear. What is that? Oh, is that a president, George Washington, or is it a Native American woman, Sacagawea? It doesn't matter. It's a coin. How to get there? Magic Houdini. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh, I didn't know. So your question is, what's his thing? What's what's Houdini's whole yeah, problem? Yeah, what was his deal? All right. Well, uh, I know the basics. Magic, gay, uh, died. All of them unrelated. I think. You're. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the gay thing. That was okay. Sp- I was speculation. Like, I was actually like, I didn't know that he was gay, but that makes perfect sense. That was hearsay. Heresy. Um, are those both words? Hearsay and heresy? Yeah. I think uh, hearsay is when someone says, I heard this guy say this, right. and you go, yeah, ah, that's here, that's say, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Heresy is when you are a heretic and you say, Ooh, you make up lies that the church doesn't agree with. Oh. And you're like, well, this isn't a lie, it's science. And they go, <laughs> we tell you what lies are. And Okay. Good to know. I think that's how they got Galileo. Mm-hmm. So all heresy is hearsay in the eyes of the church but not all hearsay is heresy it's got a square rectangle kind of thing anytime in life that i can compare something to the whole square <laughs> the rectangle being a square but not vice versa i'll i'll jump at that opportunity anytime okay i'll i'll give this to you i think a heretic can if someone accuses someone of being a heretic it could be hearsay but if somebody Okay. Yeah, you know, I don't quite understand well, your Well, this is an analogy. that people have been trying to crack open for a while, and I don't think we're guys to do it. I'll tell you this about Galileo. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was freshman year of high school, we did a, a trial in our history class about Galileo. It's one of these interactive a lessons. Trial. Okay. So, I was on the prosecution, who I was trying to convince our classroom's jury that Galileo should be sentenced to death for saying that the earth goes around the sun and not sun around the earth Ooh! and i don't quite i think i had like a bulletproof argument because i remember okay. th- i mean that I he was it. a heretic okay the problem was i was fighting an uphill battle because everyone's like well this guy knows the way the sun goes they couldn't put themselves back in the era right right what i was gonna say is the context of heretics back then being like this is what heresy is this is what we do to heretics yeah, yeah. I- i'll side with a little chucky boy there on that, did you? So you had a prosecution. I was. Pros- you had the defense, mm-hmm. and then did you have an executioner just in case he did go to death? Like one kid wearing BDSM stuff in the corner. No, but there in the lace. There was a girl who was um, Galileo's daughter. Was her role? Ooh. And so Galileo did a pretty good job being like, "I never said that. I said maybe it goes this way, maybe it goes the other. I was just I'm looking at stuff." And then so we put her on the stand, and we go. So uh, you two write letters, and she goes, oh, yeah, he wrote me letters all the time. I've got one here that says that the earth definitely goes around <laughs> the sun and not the other way. And we're just like, okay, everybody here, like, you, this girl just, I don't know what grade she got. Because uh-huh. I feel like we were actually being graded on it. She should have gotten, like, an F because she Oh, that was so, okay, so this was murdered. her own creative. This wasn't like a murder mystery kind of thing where it's like, if they ask about the letter, this is the letter you read. She just failed her job. Her job was to not get her dad executed. And then she oh, said... Man. But she's supposed to be a little girl? I think she's like a 20-year-old girl. Uh, okay. But she was so actually back then, like a 14-year-old girl. That was like a fucking widow by then, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, grandma. Actually, have women always outlived men? I feel like that probably Ooh, good question. I'm curious. Yeah. Is that our question? No. 
It's a good one, though. Uh, and I will put it on the board. <laughs> we, God, we need an intern. We do have a, a board. There's a cork board back there. Yeah, cork board, ball, mic stand. All right, we're just naming things now. Free association. <laughs> no, seriously. Fr- free association. Free. Is that a fun t-shirt? Yeah, they didn't do it. <laughs> like those, you know, f- free whoever t-shirts, but mine just says free association. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. Okay. <laughs> because it's a... Yeah, it's Put it in the idea bucket. A little bit meta. Okay. So, right. Houdini. Houdini. Mm-hmm. That's the question. What Dini? That's the answer. Aha. No. Where Dini? Appleton, Wisconsin. What? Is where we find Houdini. He, uh, so here's the thing. He's like, I was born and raised in Appleton my whole life. This is a point of pride? He was very adamant about it. Okay. And I think other people were like, well, you have a Hungarian accent, and we're pretty (sighs) sure nobody saw you until you were like five. Okay, give me the the window of this man's life. Boy, I'm going to say 1875 to 1920. Okay, now give me the window into this man's bedroom, hog size. <laughs> I'm in metric. See, here's the thing. He's a he's a guy. He's got a he's a cunning dude, a lot of confidence. So you're thinking, ah, big hog. But he's also one of these real flexible. He's, oh, right. He's got to be able to get out of anything. You don't want one of those big. Well, maybe you think he shaved it down like a ham at the deli just to yeah, make I bet it easier to escape. Extra circumcised, just because you don't <laughs> want anything getting caught in a pair of handcuffs. Uh-huh, circumcised ten. I'll be honest, I still don't quite know what that line means. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been using it in your act, but I'm like, I have to. Uh, act is a strong word. <laughs> so, he's from Appleton, and he wanted to get out, clearly. No, I that think he's... taking it out. He liked Appleton. Pridefully from Appleton, okay. Wisconsin. I don't and know enough about it to trash it, or... Uh, other people are like, we're pretty sure you weren't born here. Mm-hmm. But he's like, let's not worry about it. Okay, so do you think he was... Do people th- actually theorize that he shouldn't have been in this country legally? Like he was not legally in this country? Uh, I think so. Okay. I think he wasn't. Sp- and then that's why he kept being like, hey, everybody, I love the town of Appleton. Uh-huh. And that tipped everyone off. That's when people just started rumors that he wasn't from here. Yeah. Like, the hometown pride is suspicious. So I don't know. He's a little boy and he probably got. I'm going to give his origin story. I'm going to make it up here that he was a child and he got tied up one time. Ooh, kinky. By who? A babysitter, my guess? Oh, maybe. I was going to go with a bully, but... I had a babysitter when I was a kid that I wouldn't mind minded tying me up, if you know what I mean. Hello. Sex. (laughs) (laughs) I ever tell you this one? I was a kid. I was probably like like six years old. I had a babysitter. Um, Here's... I'm going to tell you how everyone who I know thinks the story went, and then I'm going to tell you the actual version of the story that I have kept to myself all these years. Oh, this is an unveiling. So it's my mom's friend's daughter. Okay. She's, you know, 15-year-old girl, babysitting for the first time. I think I I was annoyed or something because she was babysitting and I lost a game. So I ran into the other room to hide and pout. Mm-hmm. And what I did was I knocked. So people thought that what I did was I opened a door and slammed it to make it seem like I left the house. Uh-huh. What I actually did was I just knocked a chair into the door, so it sounded like I did that, uh-huh. and then I hid under a desk. But this girl comes in, thinks that I left the house, calls her mom, and is like, I lost the child to the world. <laughs> so she's, they're like, I'm hiding under this desk watching this whole thing for like 40 minutes. Oh my God. And they're like searching the block to find out where I ran away to. Holy vengeance and so the story went like i am the most twisted child because i had a whole plan where i'm like i'm gonna make her think that i left and i yeah, slammed the door pretzel twist but i actually just ran into a chair 
Okay. So, but I mean, you still did the same exact thing after that. You just, yes. it was her thinking you left was not planned. Right. But, but your then response once response to her thinking you left was, I knew she was losing her mind because she lost a kid and I just watched her do it because I was holding it. Fascinating. I, I mean, that would make an interesting movie. Someone loses a kid. That sounds like the start to a movie. Mm-hmm. Someone loses a child uh, and you just got to watch it play out in real time. Yeah. What's that one where, uh, Home Alone. <laughs> That's it. Actually, that no, couldn't I think, have been what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, but that kid was... They didn't lose him. He, no. That kid shouldn't have had any problems. The problem with that movie, they left him home, and they should have been like, oh, well, you missed the plane, but you can survive for... Yeah. I don't remember. Well, clearly. All the well, the problem out. was the thieves. Right. I, which... I bet they thought the movie out. I'm not going to okay. try to poke hole, but yeah. Looking back at the cursory glance, <laughs> problems with that film. All right. Um, so I was a little a little hiding artist as a kid mm-hmm. this kid is a uh, an escape artist he's getting out of the you know people tie him up and all of a sudden he's loose ho- ho- hog rodeo ho- yeah i picture maybe you had an older brother chasing around tying him up that could be my dad used to uh chase around his sisters with a lasso and <laughs> it would go he said it would drop down to their ankles and he would yank it and they would just eat shit. oh <laughs> this goodness. is how they entertain themselves i'm incredibly impressed by anybody who can successfully lasso something that yeah, seems, me too. It's one thing to throw a ball and hit somebody, but to get mm-hmm. the, the hoop around them? Yeah, there's a whole... Lassoing is the perfect hybrid of manliness and total effeminate. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it's just... It's very flowy, and it's like half ribbon dance. Exactly. Half fighting. Yeah, it's like a, little, half... <laughs> a little bit like a, what a hula hooper would do. But <laughs> if, you're, if you can execute it on a steer, you're a fucking man. Yeah. I guess it's just because they, they did it out on the, the Wild West. Mm-hmm. Um, but Houdini. So he grows up. I don't know. This was when Straight Jackets had their heyday, apparently. Yeah. Who had their heyday? Straight Jackets. Okay. Those used to be more popular. Straight Jackets. If somebody had yeah. some sort of minor mental disorder, we'd throw them in a straight jacket. We'd be like, you Even can't... like depression? Be like, I'm sad. And be like, well, can't use your hands we're anymore. Adult swaddle you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so Houdini. He probably starts with a straight jacket. I think that's kind of the basics of it. Mm-hmm. They put you in one of those. You find your way out. They put you in handcuffs. You go, handcuffs are off. Anybody who can do those kind of tricks, they also are good at anything sleight of hand. Yeah. They're, where, where do you develop that? I feel like you got to be a good... I feel like you go through a period where, like, I'm really good at stealing things. How hmm. do you just discover a sleight of hand? Is there just... I think it's... Are a lot of us do we have it and we don't know it because we don't care about magic? I think it's mostly practice. I think the way, I think I heard Penn Jillette describe it this way. Ah, the Razor Man. (laughs) No, that's Teller. Um, He said most people would have to to learn some sort of card trick. It's like everyone would have to practice for 30 hours to learn that card trick. And so the reason most people can't do the card trick is that because they go, well, I would only be willing to practice for four hours. Yeah. He's like, the whole reason I'm good at magic is because I think it's worth it to practice for 30 hours. So he's just... And in his case, it was. Um, I don't know. There's a local mag- magician. I almost called him a magic. And, um, <laughs> which, whole different whole different line of business. Uh, it's pretty good, apparently. Lachlan Masters? Yeah, I went to Ian's and he was just getting up from a table where two comics were sitting and they were like... I think he, I want him to adopt me. They were just blown away. They they were in love with this man. Yeah. Every time I watch Magic, I'm just kind of like, all right, 
I buy it. Uh, anything. Like, I, I know that they're doing something cool, and I know it's not magic, and I'm never blown away, and I'm never... It's, it's always rather impressive. Mm-hmm. Even if the person was magic, I'd still be annoyed if they cut in line, though. So it's like, all right, I believe you. You're magic, but... Oh, is he cutting in well, line? Well, once the show's done... No, no. He... <laughs> I heard this Lachlan Masters a little bit of a cock, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> okay, well, let's move on. Uh, so, Houdini, growing up, Appleton, you know, jumping in the river, whatever you do. Uh-huh. So he probably gets good first at the handcuffs. Uh-huh. Then he gets good at the straight jacket. Then he gets... You keep... You start off with magic, and you're just good at these simple little aspects. The card trick, the this, the that. But nobody goes, and they pay to see a guy who can just do tricks, and then he's like, you see the trick? It's pretty impressive. Fair. That's not, in and of itself, a profession. So you learn that on the street. These magicians, they all start as street performers. Mm-hmm. They, they find themselves a corner, and they've got a, they're doing all these tricks, but nobody cares. Until they start, they get that showmanship. Uh-huh. So that's, that's Houdini's next move. He takes a trick out of a, a page out of Hugh Jackman's book, and he, he was in a movie called The Showman. Free association. All right, thanks. He didn't do it. (laughs) Um, So they, you know, they start calling people in on the street. Hey, come see the magic. You know, I can do this and I can do that. He's probably doing that weird one where you put the hat on top of a ball and you got three hats and you move them all around. And then it's in none of them? Yeah. Or what's the magic? Just that people's eyes are slow? Slower than your hands? Yeah, it's just a sleight of hand thing. Okay. But it's a good way to get money. I just didn't know if the ball disappeared from all of them or if you just can trick people visually yeah how does that one work oh, i bet you make them think it was obvious and then you like okay well mm-hmm. i have theories yeah those cup people i i never quite get that everyone's always mad at them like oh you cheated me with the cup game but if you Point didn't wasn't for you to win yeah right that they're, they're running a business there i, I love get when it. the uh at the badger uh hockey games they will do it with balloons they'll be like behind one of these balloons is a cheeseburger and then it'll mix it around and stuff but it's not very difficult. So you have this whole, this whole stadium full of people shouting like one, mm-hmm. and it's, it's yeah, like, they, yeah, very obviously it's number one. They do this at the football games. If you can't follow which which hat the ball was under, you should leave the stadium. Mm-hmm. It's very embarrassing if you can't keep track and of not it. Not drive, get a bus. Mm-hmm. So he's where did he start performing then? Places in Appleton, or did he start taking this on the road? What do you think? Yeah, probably college Ave Regional. for a little bit. Okay. As a as a kid, and then he, I bet he took it to the, probably went, made his way down to Chicago, worked over there a little bit, made his way to New York. He becomes... This is, he's much older than I thought. I mean, sense. this happened much earlier than I thought. Yeah, I might also just be wrong about that. Okay. This could have happened in a we'll different... move on. I was thinking, she's in Chicago in the 20s. Okay. But I'm picturing him see... wearing, uh, you know, wearing like a funny hat and a funny vest. Definitely picturing that too. Right. So that doesn't, they weren't doing that. In the 50s and such. Yeah. This is probably 1900, turn of the century. Okay. Yeah, something along those lines. So he's writing the book. I feel like there's not, it's not like he could just go on YouTube and I feel like there's oh, like he... six tricks and then after that, it's like you're an inventor of magic. You're a magic engineer, as yeah. we determined. You ever, uh, you ever see the prestige? Yeah, good good flick. Good good. Wrote film. a paper on it. Did you? Like a group project thing. What grade did you get? <sighs> I don't know, I think it was good. All right. Um, I'm not going to... I had a whole class where we watched movies at Eau Claire. Classes start at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So first class starts at 8 o'clock. This class started at 7 in the morning. Ooh. I had to get up and watch movies at 7 in the morning. How much of them do you think I saw? How much of the movie? Yep. Trick question. Magic trick question. Not a lot. 
I believe it. Okay. I took a moving. I, though I can see you get up, you got a cup of coffee. Seems like the best start to your day. I didn't drink coffee then. Should have. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. would have been, been a good morning. You should have made a whole breakfast thing. Uh, That's the key. You got a movie day in class. You <laughs> just go. bring in a big stinky breakfast. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> you make it an event. You don't want to be eating popcorn at seven in the morning. That's fair. Yeah, so he's he's blazing his own trail. Mm-hmm. There used to be, I think there's a few kind of stock tricks, but Houdini, more than he is a magician. He's an escape artist. He's an escape artist. Uh-huh. He knows how to slither out of things. He escaped Holland or whatever country. Appleton. Yeah, something like that. He escaped Appleton. He makes it to the, the Big Apple. He crawls out of that. Probably the same hole the worm came out of. <laughs> and uh, Hungry Little Worm, or whatever that book was. Uh, hungry Hungry Caterpillar. <laughs> hungry Hungry Caterpillar. And who was that mouse that wouldn't leave? He was a The cunt. mouth? The mouse that wouldn't leave? Uh, there was a mouse in that book? Uh, I'm t- uh, the, There's the a mouse in my a house. Cookie. There's a mouse in the house? No, you Sounds give a like mouse a, a cookie. I've never done that in my life. What are you talking about? <laughs> you, don't, you don't know this book? No. All right. It's called If You Give a Mouse a Cookie. And the whole book was if you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to want a glass of milk. You give him a glass of milk, he's going to oh, want. Oh, this sounds like a real conservative book. Take it sounds a nap. like a real young Republicans. Looking back, yeah, <laughs> I feel like this was trying to indoctrinate children against welfare. <laughs> where they're like, look, you give them, give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Never help the mouse in your house. Uh-huh. I want to indoctrinate children. Mm-hmm. It's best <laughs> if you could do it while rhyming. People, <laughs> okay. If you could find a cute animal and rhyme words, you can convince children of anything. I think that's what rap is. Because mm. I'm thoroughly convinced women, bitches and hoes. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Some of these rap lyrics, a little weird if you ask me. Oh, yeah. You ever you ever listen to them? Oh, man. I wrote a whole actor built around it. <laughs> about how rap lyrics are different. Let's spend the next 20 minutes <laughs> breaking them down literally. <laughs> so so we got, uh, we got a performing guy who's basically just good at getting out of being arrested or put in a mental hospital, mm-hmm. I think, which could come in handy if they're like, magic's the devil, you're crazy. Exactly. And there's probably a scene in the movie where he does, you know, he's a little too brash, the cops arrest him, and he's like, you thought a cell could hold me? I don't think what these escape artists do later, they do it, uh, it's probably a movie like, that. you know, they lock him up in the, oh, like Job, the rest of development, they put him in the jail, he gets out of the jail, that's the big escape. Yeah. But. You know what's fun? I think uh, I think he should have framed himself for murder, mm. escaped, proved his innocence, and then said, ta-da. He should have framed himself for his own murder. That's good, too. That'd be impressive. He escapes the caught. They bury him alive. I think that's been done. That's, that's that also the rest of development episode. We're mostly... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Worlds are colliding here. Um, yeah, so here's my thing. If I went and I watched an escape artist show... I feel like magic is a huge amount about the setup because mm-hmm. if somebody goes, hey, I'm in a straitjacket. Hey, I'm out of the straitjacket. You go, okay, you probably just had a baloney straitjacket. Right. So you spend 15 minutes explaining how good the straitjacket is to everyone right. to the point where they're like, okay, we get it. It's a very nice straitjacket. And, and then, then you get out. The and turn is it's not. Well, or they just figured out. Uh-huh. But yeah, if, if you're doing magic and you don't establish how difficult and how not rigged it is, then you're just an asshole who's, you know, yeah. making things happen. And we're like, okay, anybody can. But that's not a good business. Um, there was a show once. I remember them showing how magic tricks work, which seems like a real dick move. Yeah. A lot of magicians. I don't know what slighted magician, <laughs> sleight of handed magician, um, <laughs> Man, was so pissed off he made a show. Hey, free association. Um, where he just fucking made everyone's jobs harder. What a dick. 
Yeah, that uh, seems like a, that's the definition of a sellout. Is the guy yeah. who gets he gets his own show exposing everyone else. That's yeah, that's not. But I learned want. how to make an elephant disappear, so that's cool. Mm. A lot of mirrors. I can't afford them, so I have not yet done it. So Houdini, he works his way up the uh, up the escape ladder. Now, there's probably some elements. Of, I think I watched a movie about it, and I think at the time I probably thought it was a famous movie, and I think it was probably on TV. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure there's elements in this story where uh, where Houdini's got you know a love interest and a rival. Ooh, uh-huh. but I'll be honest, I don't really see how there's a ton of <laughs> love for a magician. <laughs> no, not even that. I'm sure he had a love Rivalries. interest. But it was probably just not that interesting, right? Mm. Well, see, that's the thing, is the show is very captivating and interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the magician goes home and practices for 40 hours a week in their home. That's not Which I picture them not even listening to music. I picture it being very sad and TV dinners and mm-hmm. watch me escape my own suicide by just not killing myself, even though this is a very sad routine I I'm in. The ultimate trick mm-hmm. is... That's the trick we're all trying to get away with, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Boy, yeah. If you, need, if you need mental help, get mental help. But if you decide halfway through that mental help that you don't want to be there, escape that straight jacket. I free, see. Free association. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you get one more. All right. You're, on, you're down to your last free association <laughs> excuse on this app. Uh, he's, probably got, he's probably got a real run-of-the-mill love interest situation. I don't feel like you assume he fell in love with a boring person. I just don't know why. If you're going to make a movie of this guy's life, you're going to be you're going to talk about all the crazy hot girl who he just couldn't, you know, Uh I don't know. She was kooky or something. But in reality, I bet he lived a pretty normal life. It doesn't feel like he should have a whole lot of obstacles other than the one he's tying himself up in. Am I wrong? I guess it's showbiz. But yeah, well, I mean, what are you saying? The movie was fraught with. um conflict that probably wasn't a part of his actual life that's my guess here okay i don't see i don't know the movie so fair but, but the audience did do their uh, viewer watching beforehand so they know what you're talking about we linked to it i bootlegged it out there, <laughs> out there. <laughs> um yeah i don't know i just feel like most competitive industries this wasn't a competitive industry it's show business mm-hmm. but he's the only guy yeah he's the trying he's to the escape front, yeah so i think he's raking it in i think he's making good what money did people charge back then a nickel Mm, what yeah. were shows like nickel. a quarter for a show and then you put on a suit a hay penny those used to be a thing what's a hape oh with the wheat on the back i think it's a half a penny oh really i think so i think that's the thing um houdini so in the film the way he he dies young he's probably 40 when he dies in the film he dies by doing the ultimate trick where they dumped him in like a bucket of water and he uh-huh. had a minute to get out then he just drowned in there. Is this the Prestige? That also happened in the Prestige. Yeah, okay, just making sure. But I'm pretty sure they put him in a bucket. They put him in a big tank, uh-huh. and the he couldn't get out in time. Right. He was in chains. Right. The little helper girl didn't do her part. They got a big job. Those yeah. Help, those uh, what do you call them? Assistants, magician's assistant, mm-hmm. which I looked for on Glassdoor, couldn't find, and uh, trying to find a job as a magician's uh, assistant. Uh huh. That'd be a good gig. Will go undergo plastic surgery. <laughs> Willing. <laughs> Willing to relocate and put some boobs on. I'll be, see the problem. Magician's assistant, as we all know, mostly a uh, oh, distraction. Uh huh. Mm, they're trying to. They go, oh, skimpy dress, lady over there. Meanwhile, 
he's back there just like you know doing a little he gets his key out and yeah. there's a whole stadium <laughs> of people not up. noticing that he was it's <laughs> uh, fun like, someone with just the someone so so attractive that they're just getting away with the most blatant oh i love that if a magician's act was he's like all right i'm tied up how will i ever do this and then his assistant just like takes her top off and everyone's like what the hell and he just pulls the key out of his mouth really obviously <laughs> he's just a terrible magician who's who goes hard on the uh diversion aspect of it i think hey the two of us if you're willing to take your penis out that short <laughs> can he still die at the end oh yeah oh is it gonna be houdini when we write it <laughs> oh i have no idea these are loose loose plans we gotta find an ironic twist that that kills him mm-hmm. with the whole diversion aspect Maybe he gets diverted. Well, the way he actually dies, yeah, didn't have anything to do with the trick. Apparently, he's got this side gig he likes to do. <laughs> where I know where this is going. Have you heard? Have he you got heard, hit right? Yeah. So this story doesn't make any sense to me. Is this like his bar trick when he was hammered? He'd be like another thing I do that without all of my gear. Houdini. Yeah, he was telling a group of people how anybody could punch him as hard as he wanted, as they wanted, in the stomach, and he'd be fine. And I, I don't, if anybody did that, they're a nut. They're, yeah. a, they're out of their mind. This is Houdini's thing. He's not content to be a celebrity. He's not content to just be like, I'm very famous. A bunch of people see him at a bar. They go, you're Houdini. You're such a cool guy. We love you. And then he goes, oh, you think you love me now? Why don't you all line up and punch me? <laughs> I will show you how much you should love me. That feels like a comic going to a bar and just telling people street jokes. Right. And they go, okay, like this isn't. You could just you hang out. Do uh, I saw the opposite. I was a witness to the most annoying. Who's the most annoying celebrity you know? Uh, Kathy Griffin's not doing too hot these days. Okay. Well, it's Bam Margera, oh. pseudo celebrity. Okay. He is just a real. So he was at a skateboard demo. I used to. I don't know if you knew this, but I used to uh, flip the wood, as they say. Nobody kick, says that. Kick the flips. Kick the flips. Nolly the gap. Um, and he got children to line up, which, thinking of their age, this is probably, he probably could have gotten some trouble for this. Um, is this libel or slander? Slander man. I never know. And free association. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'll use that my last. <laughs> he got all these children to line up to be slapped by him. Oh, he this ran Bam Margera? Was... Yes, Bam Margera ran through a line of children. Like, they would walk up, he would slap them, they would laugh and leave. It was absurd. That's ins- I feel like he, so he just saw how much attention Johnny Knoxville got and he wanted that attention. Because I think Johnny Knoxville, that's a problem with him. He'll go out to a bar and everyone's like, tries to shit in his mouth and right. kick him in the nads. And he's like, I don't really want people to kick me in the nads all the time. But yeah. He, that's the way he has to live his life. Right. Except Bam was the one hitting people. Oh, he was hitting people. Yeah, he wasn't getting hit. He was, people were lining up to be hit by him. Oh. Isn't that a... It's insane. That and is insane. children. It's probably I there's actually, a legal gray area. What is Bam Margera famous for? Being a mediocre skateboarder. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, so I, just, I feel like getting punched by a boxer or a fighter, people would line up and they could then like they wouldn't hit him oh, their right. hardest. You, I won't hit you hard, but then you they can go, say you got hit by me. Yeah, I, got, I took a punch. Right, from it's like I got hit by a skateboarder. <laughs> I took a punch from Bam Margera. People are like, "Were oh, you fucking sitting down on the half pipe? What's your problem?" <laughs> That's not a good story. No, it's not. It's not the worst story. Yeah. But, well, but that so, was... So, yeah, Houdini, he's got people punching him in the stomach because I don't even care if you can do that and that's your thing. 
why would you it can't be fun no like it's gotta hurt a little bit yeah i i mean i could see if he's at was this at a bar i could see it being fun to be like hey hey pretty lady Ooh, you're a big strong guy i wouldn't want to mess with this and then you kind of like wink at her and be like you can hit me as hard as you can and then the, the big guy can't do it and it's a little emasculating mm-hmm. and then you're houdini and you did something you know mm-hmm. i could see people having fun kind of sure maybe putting themselves but i guess one guy he wasn't in on the joke so he's watching all these people punch houdini and uh you know houdini's just flexing and yeah. being okay and he goes ah i figured out the that what these oh, guys are no. getting wrong right. is they're doing it when he sees it coming. I'm going to do it when he doesn't see it coming. Oh, no. Is that really how it happened? I think so. So some guy just came up and sucker punched him. Oh, my God. And just like nails him in the appendix. And I think his appendix burst. Oh, too many toothbrush bristles. Yeah, exactly. Rolled all. <laughs> um, Rolled all. <laughs> appendix or spleen or something along those lines. <laughs> uh, so he... Yeah, he just got sucker punched one day. Some guy who didn't understand that it's kind of like in the same way that Houdini was a magician. And then if people went, you're not actually making that ball disappear. You're just doing a trick. He'd be like, yeah, that's the yeah. that's kind of the point. But that's OK. But as soon as you discover that, you're like, I'm going to he doesn't actually do that. I'm going to replace his pencil with a stick of dynamite. Mm-hmm. Right. And you got to go. Well, it's impressive that he can make it seem this way. For he sure. doesn't actually have to be magic. Same thing. The guy didn't understand. He goes, oh, well, he's he's pulling a fast one on everybody by being prepared. And you go, well, that's part of the trick. That's what he's doing. And then so he catches him off guard, murders Houdini. I feel like it's probably a manslaughter charge. I would hope it's a manslaughter charge. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get a first degree on it that might one. Be a slightly le- it might be a magician slaughter charge, mm. which is slightly less. I think it's like two es- years less. Escape manslaughter charge. <laughs> but yeah, you go up to that Appleton area. Everything's named after Houdini. Yes. Actually, like two things are named yeah, after I noticed Houdini. two things, and then someone mentioned this past weekend um, that he was from there. And I was like, oh, that makes quite a bit of sense. Houdini's- because of one bar I saw. Okay, well, we're, let's double back. I'm going to cut that. It's, uh, <laughs> all right, so Houdini dies, manslaughter charge. Anything left in his legacy? Does he have, like, a little kid that, like, you know, he has a newborn that he would make disappear, and the kid's like, I now vowed to be the best Yeah, probably escape artist after my father. He's probably got a kid, and then his, his kid probably, very promising, could have gone in to the escape business. Then but saw then, how dangerous escaping can be and realized that he was comfortable right where he was and no escape was needed. Uh-huh. Well, it, he realized not how dangerous escaping could be, but how dangerous it is when you don't escape. Mm. It's kind of like that. Uh, I bet his mom didn't want to get him to the, you ever, that uh, don't take your dun- guns to town song. No. It's just there's a whole song. I think it might be Johnny Cash. About some kid, his mom keeps going, don't take your guns to town, Bill, don't take your guns to town. So this this kid's just like moving out. His mom's like, please don't take your gun. Like, it's very silly. And first moment he leaves his house, he goes to a bar and somebody just shoots him because he's got a gun on him. And that's Was the he whole... carrying a rifle on his back or is he just he's like... a pistol. But it's, it's set in some time and everybody just murders each other. Okay. Today? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the present day? Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. Okay. Gun control. Ah! Yeah, let's end on that. Hey, control your guns, or we'll send them to boarding school. <laughs> we'll lock them up in a little straight jacket, which mm. is called a, a trigger lock. Is that true? 
I mean, they have trigger locks so that you can't pull the trigger without unlocking the... Oh, that's smart. Let's put that on all the guns. Well, hey, thank you. How about that? We can still have guns. Just don't make them do the, the part where they shoot. <laughs> you mean permanent trigger locks? Is that? Yeah. Maybe maybe I don't understand why people like owning guns, but if they just think they look and feel cool, then we should let them keep having those guns. <laughs> just don't let them shoot with the guns. <laughs> okay. Because I'm actually, I'm pro-gun. I just don't think anyone should be shooting. Is that fair? <laughs> it's a stance. It's a new stance, but, you know, it's got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm taking a stance right here, right now. You heard it there. More guns, less shooting. Escape this podcast while you still can. Free association!